Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Shark Buggy. Hello and welcome to Shark Buggy. And who'd have thought we'd make our half century? And it's thanks to you for listening that we're still here. Yes, so number 50. What else relates to the number? Well, height in inches of Queen Matilda, wife of William I. She is believed to have been Britain's shortest monarch. Oysters, Casanova recommended eating for breakfast. And percentage of American women who nearly always sit with their legs crossed. And I bet you're looking to see if you are right now. This week, we've had a few issues with the car. And Howard... Well, something had stirred him, having come across an article involving the recipe Coronation Chicken and an 88-year-old lady called Angela Wood from Cambridgeshire who'd met our Queen as part of the Platinum Celebrations. She was saying about how she'd come up with the recipe or worked on the recipe for Coronation Chicken and then I thought, I'm sure Angela Wood wasn't the creator of Coronation Chicken. So I had a look in my... Constance Byron Rosemary Hume book, and sure enough, there it is. But I think what it was, was that Angela was a student at the time, and so Rosemary and Constance had come up with this recipe for combination chicken, and they, they basically gave Angela the job of cooking it. As Angela says, perfecting the balance of spices and things like that. But I'm thinking... It's wonderful to get to an age where you can claim to be anything, really, yeah. can't you? Because yeah. there's, nobody, <laughs> there's nobody going to say now, no, you didn't invent it, Angela. You just worked on it a bit when you were a student. I remember when, <laughs> when I was little, my mum told this story. And she used to claim that my granddad had converted gas to electricity. And I thought, what a guy! I thought he was, <laughs> was some fantastic scientist or something. I, I think what it was, I think he'd converted gaslighting at my great grandmother's into electricity, which is not the same as being someone capable of turning gas into electricity. Is it? No. Well, so if you were to then, if we're going to think, right, what could we claim? Well, you obviously won Bake Off. That's what you would do, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do. Oh, how funny. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I wish I had. My granddad was quite handy, I suppose, with electricity. He must have been a bit hard of hearing and he couldn't hear the, the doorbell. So he created this thing. Oh, I remember it distinctly. They had like a, a, a display of plastic flowers. And when the doorbell rang, <laughs> they lit up. So <laughs> it wired these flowers up so that they lit up when the doorbell rang. Which I thought... <laughs> That's good. That's ahead of his time. It oh, is, bless him. Oh, oh. oh, speaking of your mum, I have to mention, hi to Eliza, who said on our Instagram this week, I think Howard's mum needs an Instagram account. <laughs> I think she does. I think she... she needs something, definitely. Oh. She she phoned me the other morning and said, I opened the curtains and I thought that trampoline had come back. She said I could see this blue object outside. Hmm. And then she said, and then I realised it was an Amazon van. <laughs> so <it's... laughs> 
<laughs> oh, dear. Hey, speaking of not being able to see very well, oh, yesterday morning, we're at the moment we've got two vehicles, which is good because yeah. we can't rely on one where we are. But it's typical one didn't start yesterday. So I'd moved the little car ready for Glyn to take the other one off to work. And I went right to the top of the track to let him out. And... um no sign so i came reverse back down and there he was waiting he said you're gonna have to take me to work you're gonna have to take me to work so he jumped in the car and off we went well i was <laughs> when i had got up that morning i was a bit late and i said oh, i'm only moving the car so i had my pajama bottoms on and then i just flung a top on fortunately i had got a bra on but i haven't got any knickers so i got the pajama <laughs> pajama bottoms on and then i'm driving along i hadn't got my phone and I haven't got my glasses. Well, I drive in my glasses. So I'm driving. Oh, no. I can I can kind of see, but it's, you know, it's not as good as glasses on. And I was thinking, it's all very well me taking him where he's going. But on the way back, yeah. what if there's an incident? Yes. No knickers, yes. no glasses, no, no phone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all was well. All was well. But I've never driven as such on edge because of it. What was the main thing then that was causing your anxiety? Was it the lack of glasses or the lack of knickers? I think, it, think? I think it was the knickers. Because <laughs> I thought, if anything happened, and you know pyjama bottoms aren't the sturdiest of items, are they? No. 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 I had visions of, what if I get out of the car? Something happens, I could be detached from my pyjama bottoms. <laughs> if you have to get out and change your wheel or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not doing that again. Flipping heck. Oh, no. Anyway, it's yes. oh, things you do. Did a uh, class at the weekend. It was a, a private class. Not a private. Not reserved. <laughs> no. Don't speak to me, well, Howard. It was, it was actually private mini roles, which I think sounds like she, <laughs> she, she definitely worked somewhere didn't you but uh, no it was a lovely group in the usa some of whom hadn't seen each other hadn't met before and it was a birthday party celebration so lovely to get people together i'm chatting away as, as i do and i said do you have chocolate mini rolls in the usa mm. they call them all sorts of things they, they were saying oh i think it's a little bit like little debbie's swish roll and i thought i've no idea who little debbie is <laughs> but or it could be a, a bit like a twinkie then we had a suggestion it it was like a ding dong right <laughs> or a ho ho oh and yeah finally a yodel and i'm thinking are they just making up these names? Because they do, you know, a ding-dong-ho-ho -ho and all things like that. Why is it not just called chocolate mini rolls? Yeah, because they are like mini Swiss rolls, so I can understand, was the, what was the one? Something Swiss rolls. Little Debbie. Little so Debbie. Little Debbie apparently is a brand ah. of, of cakes, a bit like our Mr. Kipling. Okay. But yeah, ding-dongs and ho-hos. And yeah, ho-hos look like a chocolate mini roll. Oh. but. No, we have ha-has, don't we, in this country? Do we have a ha-ha? We have ha-has, but they're not edible. Like a sort of garden? Yeah. Uh, it, in it, the grounds of a country house, you can have a ha-ha, can't yes. you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like a dry dish, but, I guess, isn't it, or something? Yes, mm. yeah. No, I thought you meant you could get a ha-ha to eat. I've never eaten a ha-ha. <laughs> or a ho-ho, actually. Oh, ho-ho. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, no, wrong time of year. I found something for you. The New York Receipt Book. 
And oh. I think this is really old. I think it's about 1881 age. Wow. Hmm. A couple of things that I've highlighted, apart from one that recommends a tonic for all sorts of things, including female complaints. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> indicated by pain in the back, irregular appetite, flatulency, nausea, sick headache, colourless lips, cold extremities, depressed spirits, irritability, inclination to cry, bearing down sensation with great weakness and many local difficulties. Oh my goodness, Hello. poor thing here. And many local difficulties, to me it's a bit like etc, etc, etc. Many local difficulties could be that they've not been to collect the bins or something. <laughs> How bizarre, yeah, all sorts. How would you bake fish, yeah. H? I suppose a little bit of oil or butter on top. Depends whether you want wanting to encase, you know, some flavours in there. But I might wrap it in a bit of foil. Yeah. Uh, that's. I think that's how I'd, how I'd bake it yeah. or roast it. Yeah. Me too. Maybe a bit of lemon in there or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm. A few herbs. Mm. Do not remove head or tail, right? And then it just <laughs> says, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Then, sew or wind a string around the fish. Lay pieces of sliced pork across the top. Sprinkle with water, pepper, salt and breadcrumbs. Pour hot water into pan, baste often while baking. Serve with drawn butter sauce. If not frequently basted, the fish will be too dry. I've never heard of pieces of sliced pork across the top. No, I think you tend to find lots of recipes that involve bits of bacon laying on top, don't you? Mm. Sort of the you, you Johnny Boys or whatever they... Jolly <laughs> Not Boys. Johnny Boys, Jolly Boys. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say whether they've skinned the fish or not, because I can't imagine that if it's still got skin on it, that that bacon or pork or whatever is, is going to do very mm. much. But it's already says stuff, but it doesn't say stuff with what? Just with says, what? Yeah, stuff. Full yeah. stop. Then sew or wind a string around the fish. Bizarre. Yeah, so there's that one. And then also in the back of this earbook, there's a miscellaneous. I like a miscellaneous. Oh, I like, I like a miscellaneous. Yes, yeah. So, for instance, mushrooms are nearly or quite equal to meat in nourishment. Right. Mm -hmm. The difference between eating bread new and stale is one loaf in five. What does that mean? Does it mean that if you... No waste. One loaf, one loaf in five. five. Yeah. And I don't know what that means. No. I'm not quite sure about this, H. This is the one that drew my attention. If meat is a little tainted, sprinkling charcoal over it or boiling it with a lump of charcoal in the water will make it quite fresh again. It's a miracle. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. I don't think it will be. No. No. <laughs> I suppose it's good not wasting food, but there comes a point at which you could make yourself quite ill, couldn't you? But put a yeah. bit of charcoal and whatever. Who would think, I know, let's try boiling it with a bit of charcoal. It's like, where does that come from, that concept? I don't know. It's like... But the fact they can state that it's it's nearly just as good as it should have been, you think, oh my yeah. Lord. Yeah. Angela, Angela Wood could now claim that she came up with the idea of boiling tainted meat with charcoal. And nobody would argue with her, would they? <laughs> uh, oh, we've got to say hello to Finland. 
Lovely. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Have you been to Finland? No. No, it's... I don't mean this week. <laughs> it's like you are the listener in Finland. <laughs> I suppose if it was Iceland, you said, have you been to Iceland? And that's, of course, a shop, isn't it? But no, I haven't been yeah. there either. Um, Finland. No, I'd love to, though. It's, it's apparently the happiest country in the world. Is it? Mm. I've, I've been. I didn't notice. Oh. A, yeah, I didn't notice they were a lot happier. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, did you expect them to be just walking about with smiles? <laughs> oh, I think I'd find that a bit creepy if they were just laughing hysterically all the time. That, I just... <laughs> or skipping. That's a skipping, sign. Yeah. 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 Why oh. is it that when you're young, you can skip and get away with it? And now you can't, can you, as an adult? I love skipping. Every so often, do you just want to skip? You've got room to skip. You can skip. No, skip privately. I know, if but you I, wish. I wanted to skip publicly, but you can't really, can you? Yeah. No, so Finland. When did you go to Finland, my friend? It's a few years ago now. I think we flew to Denmark, to Copenhagen, had a few days in Copenhagen, and then went on the train from Denmark into Sweden. And then we got an overnight ferry from sweden to finland mm. so yeah we did uh, oh, that was oh that was awful the ferry i must admit oh. but uh, yeah I'm, i'll show i'll try and dig out a picture sometime of the cabin <laughs> it was like, we were in these bunk beds and it was one of these where they've got straps just in case the uh, the weather is a little bit a bit a bit kind of choppy, yeah. you know. So you could strap yourself in. It, it, honestly, it looked like yes, I can like see being it. in a prison or something. Yeah. How did Peter cope with that? Because he's a big lad, isn't he? He's tall. Did he manage to fit I don't, in? I don't think he. I think he. It was one of his many complaints about the uh, oh, holiday. Yeah. All right. Did you have a sauna? No, I don't think I did have a sauna, but I have been somewhere. I think it was probably when we were in Turkey, actually, where I've done hot springs. You know where you get in the mud and things like that. Peter oh. wouldn't do that, but I did that. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, where my mind was going, there were hot springs on the floor, and you would touch me, and you. <laughs> What's your foot on that? <laughs> now, because I mentioned the. Um, the thing about the sauna is because apparently it's rude if you go into a sauna with clothes on in Finland. Is it? Has mm. this listener told you all this information then? Or? No, no, I looked it oh, up. Oh, right. Because I thought, I, oh. thought well, I must look it up. And I saw that it was the happiest country. But then maybe that's why, because you can go into a sauna, but with you mustn't wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't skip in a sauna. <laughs> no, it was slipping. It's like those uh, swimming rules, isn't it, around the pool? No bombing, no petting. Remember, when you go swimming? Yes, I used to wonder what some of those things were. It's like it's like when you're told not to do something, you think, yeah, but what is it? It sounds quite interesting, that. Yeah. The airport was wonderful, I what have to it? say. Uh, coming back, I could have happily spent a day there in the airport. They had a moomin shop. Oh, so. of course, moomins. Oh, yeah. I love moomins. Yeah. <laughs> Um, apparently, they're the world's biggest coffee drinkers, Finland. Hey, mm. oh, that's interesting. Normally, I have a cup of tea and I've got a coffee now at the moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and Finns don't fill silences. Do you find sometimes when you go and have your hair done mm. that you get a silence and you think, 
I need to say something mm. else. I need to keep the conversation going. And it's quite tricky sometimes, isn't it? I know what you mean. Not at my hairdressers because we just don't do anything but talk. Uh, she's <laughs> lovely. But yes, I know what you mean. If you go anywhere else, um, the worst one, not that you're trying to fill a silence, but the dentist. Why do they always want to talk to you? Why do they talk? I don't know. Well, yeah, I know. Mm. We, I've got a very, very chatty dentist. She's lovely, absolutely wonderful. But yes, you're, you're right mm. that uh, they keep a conversation going when they've got stuff in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when meeting an acquaintance, it's perfectly acceptable to say a quick hello and continue on your way. Finns also naturally keep their distance from other people in public areas. Well, that's not so bad at the moment, is it, with a, a pandemic no, going on? No, But, um, oh, I can't do that. If I see somebody that I know, unless I'm having to go somewhere, it'll be, yeah, I couldn't just be, hello, quick hello and go. You'd feel rude, wouldn't you? I, I, I know, but I did that once. I remember walking down to, to work when I worked at the city council, this car pulled up. I uh, said, oh, hello, you know, it started this conversation, then realised I didn't know this person. And all they'd done, I think, was that they'd stopped to give way for me to cross the road. And it's it's terrible, you know, when you're in that situation, because then you just have to continue as if you do actually know them, when you don't. <laughs> I don't get road rage. I think it's no, horrible. No. But um, there was this young lad and he was gesticulating. I hadn't done anything. He was just having, I think he was just got out of bed the wrong side. I just wound the window down. Oh, hello. I didn't know him. Hi, how's your mum? That shut him yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> that shut yeah. him up totally because he's thinking, this woman knows my mum. Yeah. Knows <laughs> mm. So that's a handy tip for anybody that, oh. uh, yeah, just wave and go, how's your mum? Say hello for me, won't you? Oh, I found something else as well, Howard. This goes back to our very first episode. This is 50. So we're going wow. back all the way to number one. When I sounded, it wasn't as good quality as it is now. <laughs> so, do apologise. We've come a long way since then. But this is the house servants' directory. I remember it's terrible, isn't it? Have we talked about the house servants' directory then? Did no, we... we talked about servants, didn't we, in the first one? Oh, that's all right then. Yeah. That's okay. So, this is all about servants' work and um, tips and hints and I found to cure those that are given to drink. And I thought of you. <laughs> are you ready? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Put in a sufficient quantity of rum, brandy, gin, or whatever liquor the person is in the habit of drinking. Three large live eels, which you leave until quite dead. And then give this liquor unawares to those you wish to reform and they will get so disgusted against it that though they formerly liked it, they will now have quite an aversion to it afterwards. This I have seen tried and have the good effect on the person who drank it. Where am I going to get eels from? <laughs> <laughs> but how do you not know there's three dead eels or nearly dead in your glass? Suppose it's not got an illustration, so you, you mm. wouldn't know whether they're still visible or whether they've been mushed up or strained or... Mm. Ooh, no. I, I have a fear, though. I think I'd still drink it. I don't think it... I don't think it'd bother me. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this book has got ticks. So, obviously, whoever's used this has gone along and ticked what they've done, and they have ticked it. So they've tried it. 
because I, I can't tell you the results. But yeah, so this this could be a number of the number of people they've tried it on who are now reformed. It's just the one <laughs> then. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, chiefly compiled for the use of house servants and identically made to suit the manners and customs of families in the United States. Wow. I know. So what you're doing this, uh, hang on, I've got to get it right, this Sunday night into Monday. Are you be watching the Super Bowl, H? What's that? What's oh. that? <laughs> have you never heard of the Super Bowl? I think I have heard of Super Bowl. It sounds like something, I don't know whether it, is it sort of football related or baseball or something like that? Uh, Super the, Bowl. The former one. So it's American football. football. American football. American yeah. football. Well, it's the Super Bowl, the, the big, the big event of which. Is it? Yes. Of which Glyn will be staying up for the whole thing. So he stays up all night. And he watches it because I think it's in Los Angeles. Oh, he's watching it. He's not actually involved then. No. When you say he's staying up all night, I don't. He's doing the lighting for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you, that'd be fabulous, wouldn't it? Oh, Would gosh, that's it, a dream. Yeah. That's a dream gig. No, it's, it's amazing. And the millions of people all over the world will be tuning in. But the team, one of them is my team. I, I didn't know you had a team. <laughs> Glynn has followed American football for as, as long as I've known him. And he stayed yeah. up every year for the Super Bowl overnight. Now, wow. for a birthday a few years ago, I treated him and we went to London to see them when they visited over. And it was the LA Rams versus the Arizona, Arizona Cardinals. And... Uh, I thought, well, I've got to pick a team. And I quite like the Rams. Anyway, it's the Rams uh, versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And I've got the hat of the Rams. And I'm going to be wearing it. Yeah. I can't believe how you're talking with such confidence about a subject that I've no idea. <laughs> uh, I thought I'd ask, though, because you see, most of our listeners are in America. And it's a big deal over there. It'll, it's a big Is deal. It? Oh, yes. Do, yeah. will, will I have created... A, a sort of lull now that people are disappointed that I don't know all about it and I'm not really excited about it. Do you know, I think they'll be thinking, I really didn't think Howard would know anything about the Super Bowl. <laughs> to be honest, I've got enough to bother me at the moment. Do you know, I'm doing it again. Problem that I had with the mug, you know, choosing oh, a mug. No. I'm now, I've now moved on to a bar stool. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Peter came up with this idea, which is very sensible, that when I do classes in the kitchen, yes. or even just generally cooking, there are times when actually it'd be quite nice to perch on something to sit for a few minutes whilst, you know, you're either chatting or waiting for something to come out the oven or yeah. whatever. And the other thing is that when the lighting's not great, I have taken some time to doing a bit of crocheting in the kitchen. I have to stand up in order to do it because we have no chair in, in the kitchen. So we've come up with this idea that I just need a little bar stool that I can perch on. Well, do you know, I'd, I must have spent like the past four days looking at options for bar stools. It's Why? driving I know, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> Why don't you just get one of those nice wooden ones with um, your bottom sort of, you know, they? it looks as if there's been a model and it's been wet. I, 
and they Do sit you know, in it. I I like that. I that would be one of my choices. Yes. I, some some they, they do actually call them a bum oh, shape, they? don't they? Oh. On top. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I th- I think absolutely I like that. Yes. Uh, Peter says I think you need one with a little back on it to support you. But then I phoned my mum and I said I was looking for bar stools. I think you need one with a little back on it. She says, I said, oh, right, you're in agreement with Peter on that. Now, this is from someone who's sat on the occasional bar stool in the kitchen. So yes. I, when I sit on a bar stool, I lean forward and I lean on the worktop. Right. If I've got crocheting and I've got my crocheting on top of the worktop, sort of spread out... Uh, <laughs> It's getting big enough to spread out now. So. Haven't, you still, haven't you joined them together yet? Oh, I gave up with the joining them together. I couldn't find a way of, of joining them together. So I started again. I'll show you where, where oh, I'm no. at. Oh. I started again. I thought I'll do them in one. I'll do it in one piece. Wait a minute. So it's now, it's now like that. Okay. Oh, Oh, that's, that's quite big, though, that, isn't that's it? That's nice. Yeah. That's like a big I, cushion cover. Stripey. Yeah, well, that's what it's going to be. <laughs> well, <I know. laughs> how, how have you joined them together, then? I, I, I just keep changing uh, yarns. So this is what's called a half treble crochet stitch done alternately in black. And then when I get to the end of the row, I change to a different oh, colour. I see. I'm literally crocheting it in one piece right. rather than doing squares. Okay. So, so what happened yeah. to all the squares? They're still around in here. <laughs> Everywhere I look, they've got I've got little squares. They're, they're all over. <laughs> I'm like drowning in squares. I don't know what. <laughs> the only issue that I've got is I can't decide now. It's one of these rectangular. Uh, cushion pads so mm-hmm. I've, I've, I'm about two-thirds I think down one side and then I think should I make the back plane or <laughs> should I do it again <laughs> as always nothing simple is it with you yeah. hi to Maggie I love my Friday commute thanks to you oh isn't that lovely we like that oh that's nice <clears throat> did hear from Kim who's in New York but yes. uh, she said she's heading over to Chicago, Illinois, and Cleveland, Ohio. So she says your, your viewership will have both of those listed when I'm when I'm there. And I thought, <laughs> oh, Chicago—that's somewhere I'd love to go. Would you? You could do it vicariously through. Is that is that the right way? <laughs> uh, no, f- physically, I'd love to go to Chicago. Chicago, I I I, I don't know. Don't tell me that is that are they quite big in the Super Bowl? Chicago the S- Bears Chicago. or something. Oh well done, Chicago Bears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Chicago, because I watched Chicago Fire. Have you ever seen it? Chicago Fire. Ooh, no. Yes. Extremely what, what's that? <laughs> what's that mean? Oh. Oh. <laughs> are they firefighters? Oh yes. But very <laughs> very attractive. Is it a drama series or is it a documentary, a sort of fly on the wall thing? Or no, it it is a it is a drama series. Although one of the firefighters in it 
is a firefighter. No. Is a firefighter, yeah. Well, but how, how does that work? If somebody's calling because they need a firefighter and he's recording a, an episode, just like, no, get, get your job done. Well, he doesn't say many things. He's just there. It's a bit like Grey's Anatomy. Have you ever seen Grey's Anatomy? Yes. Yeah, Have you? Yeah. Well, there's a, yeah. in the operating theatre, is it Lock, Locky, Loki, is a real oh, operating theatre nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Loki, yeah. is it? Loki. And she is low-key. She doesn't say a lot, but she's... <laughs> <laughs> we started watching something new last night. Is it called The Golden Age? That's that's quite nice. It's sort of like Downton Abbey set in, in America. Oh. But, uh, uh, it is by the the guy who does oh, Downton right. Abbey. Julian yeah, Fellows, is it? Fellows, yeah. Fellows. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I thought you were on about something like Cocoon. Cocoon? Mm. What, the film Cocoon? Yeah. Was it Cocoon? I love that film. I love that yeah. film. Yeah. Was that with Henry Fonda, that one? Or have I got the wrong one? No! What's that? <laughs> Are you thinking of Von Golden Pond? <laughs> Cocoon's where they... Uh, they're going off to another planet. <laughs> it's... Uh, I've just realised that. Yes, it was Golden Pond. I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, why did I get it mixed up with Cocoon? I don't know. Oh. It's Cocoon. <laughs> Wait, does it, they're both in a boat in one, at one point. You've got older people in a boat <laughs> in both of those. So this, uh, <laughs> It's Angela again, isn't it? She's there with her <laughs> coronation chicken. <laughs> Now you know how my mind works. Thank you as always for getting in touch, be it on Instagram, Facebook or podcast at theshatbaggerly.co.uk. We really do love hearing from you. So that's it for another week. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Oh, it's the phone. Hang on. Oh, oh yes. Hello, hello. Oh, Angela Wood. Hello, Angela. Yeah. Hmm? Oh, it was you who created Shatbaggerly. Right. <laughs>